Yep. Yep. We're here. We're yupping. Yep. We're just y- yupping like nobody's business. It's somebody's business, namely I ours. One, I miss one week and we're a different show. Oh, yeah. Lots happened last week. Um, thank you to our guest, Shintura Jackson. That was super fun. Thank you to guest host slash correspondent, Matt Apodaca. Yeah, we changed a lot of stuff, Andrew, but you have to guess what the changes are. <laughs> I experienced some of them yesterday mm. at a at a special thing that uh, listeners, uh, subscribers to Suboptimal Pods, the Suboptimal Bundle will be privy to. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe if you feel, uh, if you enjoy this podcast and want to support independent podcasting. And This podcast, which is what? Yo, is this racist? Uh-huh. The show. And who are you? I'm Andrew T. And I'm Tawny Newsom. And that's I think we, uh, Kevin Bartholdo, producer. Can, that's I me. think we can get promo in before we introduce the show. <laughs> and, and to be clear, the promo was, I experienced a thing yesterday. You'll hear about that later. <laughs> a tease. It's a tease. Andrew T's. Andrew T's. Oh, this, oh, this is why I like finally... promo so much turns out it's in my blood it is it's in your blood wow okay well uh yeah we are here on the show yo it's racist where we listen to your voicemails about racism and sometimes we um do some news and have a special guest but since we're coming up on the holidays y'all this is uh this is what we call an evergreen ep <laughs> an e-e-g-e uh it's a uh it's a non-topical we're doing no news this week we're just taking your wild ass uh holiday-ish mm-hmm. voicemails Mm. And and that's our Christmas gift to you is that we're not talking about current news. events racism. The news. Yeah. We're um, just talking about the things you sent in racism. Merry Christmas. Point, point of order actually only because this is entirely my fault because I did this all last minute. These are less uh well I mean realistically Christmassy holiday. Next mm. week's will be much Christmas. So this Let's, is a ramp up to much Christmas. Mhm. This is so. This is light, seasonal lightness. Of, yeah. Mm, well, it's are they seasonal get, at all? <laughs> Great. Not the east. Not the I do like much Christmas though. We should start branding that. Yeah. <laughs> like Christmas yeah. Eve is much Christmas. Christmas Day is not much Christmas because Christmas Eve is much Christmas because you're like, okay, here we go, much Christmas, and then yep. Christmas Day, it's like it's already on the decline it's already the denouement yeah Mm -hmm. so that's just christmas you got your presents you had your Mm -hmm. eggnog Mm -hmm. i just realized i i actually um because i am not um traveling for uh the the holidays and my friend is working on christmas eve santa oh sorry my friend my friend steve is working christmas eve at a bar so I think I actually am going to have a Christmas, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I, unless uh-huh. something drastic happens, otherwise, I'm going to be having a Christmas, Steve, not Christmas Eve. Hell yeah! It's mm-hmm. another tease to our mm-hmm. Christmas tease. Christmas tease. It's Andrew Tease, not Andrew Steve. What happened? What happened to me? <laughs> I mean, we saw each other like 10 hours ago. No, how many I hours know, but ago did we see each other? Like 14 a hours ago. A lot happened between then and now. I went to a whole ass birthday party. 
Mm-hmm. I met people in person Andrew who I haven't fought. seen on the screen. Andrew fought. Mm-hmm. I had a in little boxing. boxing class. Oh right. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't ever fight anyone in boxing class. I'm more of a. I'm. I'm a pretty chill boxer. Is that a skill you want to have as a boxer? Chill. Um, it's one way to do it. It's one way to do it. People. People get too into like being very aggro. I feel that's sure. Not what it's all about. You have a stronger defense. Maybe. No. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't. I want to stress. I don't have a strong anything, but. There's just no reason to be tense. Why be all mad about it? All, you're just, it's just a fist fight. Don't get yourself all worked up. You're just trying to fist fight here. Fist you're fight just another to person. Beat someone to shit. I don't yeah. understand. Well, Isn't I the guess the best it, defense in a fist fight just leaving. Yeah. Well, that kind Boom. of is. Mic drop. Uh, <laughs> as far. <laughs> you look. I mean, dumb. can't you just Peace. like go away and be like fist fight? This Fist fight and this over. is nothing. <laughs> Turning um, around, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Just leave. I think what I will say, I think a little bit is that is uh, to the extent that I have a style, I don't. But to the extent that I have a style, it is of the effect of like, well, if you if you if you don't punch me very much, but you spent a lot of effort <laughs> trying to punch me, mm. that's that's the best case scenario for me. Wear them out. You tire out your opponent. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. But. Well. Andrew was showing us at the bar last night how a righty uh, fights a left, a southpaw. And it was like, he was showing us the stances. And I was like, this is how we get kicked out of the bar. Oh yeah! <laughs> Someone tried to give us a cat that seemed uh, definitely oh my God. not fostered. An actual cat? Yeah, it was real. We, we yeah, we got guilt tripped by two white ladies on the way out. They were like holding what? a a grown ass cat that was probably it did not look like a street cat. Not at because all. it was because it was being held and because it was in nice not street cat shape clothes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was in clothes. Little top, little top hat, little top cat hat. <laughs> um, and and they were like. <laughs> What did they say? They were like, does anybody Do want, want to foster a kitten? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, I mean, no. Obviously, no. We're coming yeah, out of and a that bar. is not a kitten. But that was someone's cat. Right. We're coming out of a bar like 12 days before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just was not. It was very white women. White women found a cat. And Yeah, I think a cat crossed the street. And then two people went, oh, look at a stray cat. And then they grabbed right. it. And then we're trying to offer it to people at the bar. And people yeah. were like, no. Maybe they were, maybe they were really drunk. Hopefully they were super, 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 super drunk. They pulled a Lindsay Lohan when she's yeah. like, here are two people on the street. They must need yeah. our help and need adopting. Let me put on a fake Syrian accent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. Her voice from that haunts me. Come with me. Come with me. I was like, oh. ma'am, what are you doing? Oh, uh, you know it's the holidays when we're talking LL, <laughs> the low yeah. man. Um, I was gonna say somebody tweeted. You, did you ever notice how many of the how many of the of the gifts you get in the twelve days of Christmas are just birds? <laughs> There's like twenty three birds in that whole thing. <laughs> like, imagine your fiance's like, here's a bunch of gifts. Twenty three of them are birds. <laughs> I mean, even one bird's a lot. It's yeah. it's too much as a surprise gift. I oh uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep them anonymous because this was uh, straight up crazy. And I will say I only heard this secondhand. But a, a, a recent job I had 
we did a secret Santa uh, thing near the uh, end of the year. And one of our more eccentric coworkers uh, got my friend. And I was, I heard through the grapevine that one thing he was considering giving to my friend, they're all my friends. Everyone in this is my friend, but was a puppy. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> like bringing a uh-uh. unvetted puppy into the office to give to someone for a secret Santa. Uh-uh. <laughs> Which admittedly, uh, Possibly would have gone down fine, um, mm-hmm. but also definitely might not have. I think there might be a story. I don't remember if this happened. So if you're listening, let us know. But it was Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson. Uh, they have a mutual friend, uh, this guy, Adam Peacock, who we all did a bunch of Second City stuff with. And they're all from Detroit. And when Adam was out of town on Second City Tour Co., Tim and Sam were taking turns like house sitting for him or like, I don't know, getting his mail or whatever. And I think, I don't know if they just joked about this or if they actually did it, but the joke was that they were just going to get him a cat with like a litter box and plenty of food and like just a very well cared for cat so that when he came home, he just had this responsibility. Your cat. <laughs> I want to believe that, they did it. <laughs> is that mean? I can't even tell if, it's like, if you're a cat person, that's probably not, I guess it is pretty fucked up as far as. Well, to do go. I think the thing to know is that the thing to know is that Adam's a very sweet guy, and so had they done this, he would have taken very good care of that cat. <laughs> yeah, but right, dropping a living being unhidden <laughs> on anyone. Yeah, I think the only way know. to pull that off properly is like if that is your new cat or your like you get a new puppy and then jokingly mm-hmm. say like this is yours now but they don't know that like that maybe that's your dog there's probably a lot of hurdles you have to go through but i think the way to pull that off is like you get a puppy that yeah. you mm-hmm. that you want and you're going to have and then you jokingly give it to your friend and say like i got this for you and then, then see how long we, you can do that yeah but what happens when your friend is like i love this dog yeah i, I was gonna like say first but now i'm in love with this puppy here's where this falls apart is like i love it so much thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you it's exactly uh-huh. what i've always wanted and then you're like oh no that's, that's actually that's actually my puppy <laughs> that's true well i guess you <laughs> yeah. gotta get two mm-hmm. <laughs> back up <laughs> You need a start off getting two, and then when mm-hmm. your friend doesn't do that, then you're just like, you know what? I was gonna say, then I guess you just got two dogs, but I am literally someone who just about a year and a month ago just wound up with two dogs. So, wound up with two dogs, exactly. <laughs> well, everyone, I hope you've enjoyed our holiday gift guide, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> to buying living creatures for people. I did have I did have one one more gift guide uh, question okay. actually, and I, now I'm like, did Kevin Kevin do we do we talk about uh, your your partner on this show? Are we allowed to? Yeah, I'm asking because uh, last night after the bar, couple beers in, no big deal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I may have. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to conduct off mic business on mic right now. But we you uh, you posted a uh, a photo of Leah's embroidery, yes. uh, on your Instagram, and I immediately bought it on. I bought one on Etsy, but then in the oh, little cool. notes thing, I was like, because I was remembering you were saying she was swamped. I was like. No pressure. This is Andrew. I think I think the note says, this is Andrew. No pressure <laughs> to get this done before the holidays. I know that 
you're very busy uh-huh. or something to that effect. Nice. <laughs> yep. Anyway. You don't want you to seem just, like one of those assholes. Mm-hmm. If you could just let her know it's it's NBD. Um, okay, cool. When, when she gets it done. Yes, Aww. for the listener, she does custom em- embroidery work. Oh, yeah. And, the and actual gets, promo. Uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of requests. 10 days before Christmas every year. <laughs> and it's always like, any chance this could be done by Friday? And it's like Wednesday afternoon. Um, so I was telling Andrew and Tony about that. And then Andrew took that as, I'm going to order some stuff. She knows. It's so I'll, good. I'll take this in March. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but love it. Anyway, just got a, got a little something for myself. But let's take a, let's take a little commercial break. Yeah. And then listen to some voice emails. We're back. And I meant to say this up top. Always, always out of order this show. Um, mm-hmm. Come see us at Sketchfest. Oh, yeah. We oh, haven't yes. really been talking about it as much. <laughs> Just, I forgot to. We all forgot. We forget. But now we're remembering. We're going to be at Cobb's. Uh, Saturday, yeah. January 22nd at 7.30. Uh, our guests are Mahana Delshiki and Jean Grey. What what talents, what cool people. It's going to be a fun show. Come on through. Come to Cobbs. When's the last time you've been to Cobbs, San Francisco? Yeah. <laughs> San Francisco, when's the last time you've been to Cobbs? Cobbs. Come on. Have we ever been to Cobbs? Have I ever been to Cobbs? Uh, we were there for the Daily Zeitgeist show just oh, to watch. Yeah. Oh, that was Cobbs. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Fun. Um, normally at Sketchfest we play other I think spots, I was but in that yeah. show for a second, were you? Wasn't I? I was very tipsy with my childhood friend, and then uh, Langston Kerman. Does anybody? Can anybody listening tell me whether <laughs> I was on that show? I sort of think I was, but maybe I'm misremembering. Just, we could probably just scroll back through their shows. No, let's not Google it. Okay, yeah. let's kick off a non-ish kind of holiday. Voicemail. I have no idea what this is. It just isn't at all. Okay, well, <laughs> not, happy holidays, not, everybody. Are, here's The holidays here's ones some, were the other side. Here's some plain voicemails, just unseasoned. Here we go. Hey, guys. Um, so I am a half black, a pretty light-skinned person. Um, I'm mixed with Irish, so a lot of the times I get mistaken for being, like, Puerto Rican or Dominican. Um, I'm originally from the Northwest and moved to New York where I met my husband who's from the Midwest there. So the first time I went to my in-law's house, um, you enter the house through the garage and on the door to, from the garage to go into the house, there's, um, this sort of reverse image that's painted in gold on the door. And to me, it really looks like a swastika. Um, the first time I saw it, my heart skipped a beat. I mean, it was like, you know, what's this? And as far as I can recall, I kind of, my father-in-law was just like, it's, it's a peace symbol. So kind of let it go. You know, I'm vaguely aware that, you know, before World War II, I think the swastika was a symbol of peace, but, you know, I don't know. So, you know, now every time I visit during the holidays, it consistently bothers me. And I've asked my husband, especially last year, to ask his dad, like, what's the meaning of this, truly? And, you know, um, I can't say I've ever felt anything or had anything directly racist happen to me from my in-laws, except that my brother-in-law has hinted at a few things being said by my father-in-law. Like, uh, 
you know, some microaggressions like what if your kids turn out black or what if they name their kids black names, what? which is what pretty <laughs> ignorant shitty things that I would expect to kind of come out of a white person's mouth. But, you know, shit happens. So um, what do you all think? Is this racist? Thanks. Honey, though, I don't. <sighs> do we need just like a recalibration of microaggression? I want to say, honey, those aren't micro... Those are aggressions. That's just aggression. (laughs) Regular ass aggressions. It's not macro. It's not... That's just an aggression. What if your Um, kids turn out black? Honey, no. (laughs) You don't have to talk to these people. Oh, man. Oh, I feel for this person. Just lunacy. I can't believe it. Is this are, are we at two different types of things? I feel like the the first thing set up an unrelated second thing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a twofer. <laughs> so the swastika thing is something that I think I I suspect I have said the wrong thing about this a bunch of times. Cuz the swastika is like a Buddhist symbol um and like it's it's much more common in Asia um like like it is a little jarring um to see um like I'm trying to remember I think when I was like ten or eleven, no, maybe younger, must have been somewhere in there, but like we went to I think it was Taiwan, it must have been Taiwan, and just like on the map of this I think it was a touristy map, but the like the location of Buddhist temples on the map was denoted with swastikas. Mm. So there is part of me that's like, right, like this means different things in different parts of the world. And probably a good analog is the fact that like that like rising sun, um, mm-hmm. like Japanese rising sun, not not the, the flag that has like the circle, but then like the rays coming off of it. You mm-hmm. would probably have seen it most prominently as the headband in Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. That's like the flag of the uh, like... Japanese, like, imperial army, or I think army, maybe navy. It doesn't really matter. Um, It's like the battle flag. It is not really from a World War II atrocities perspective, like, materially different than the Nazi flag, really. And we see that shit in America all the time. Sure. So part of me is, like, expecting the whole world to know that swastikas are evil now. But... This lady's just like in the Midwest somewhere. Yes, but then in America, right? So that's that's yeah. the that's the it's so so that I, is what I suspect is what gets us to the microaggression feeling is that these people are like well actually people about like Buddhism they're like kind of mm-hmm. white white hippies is my read or they just liked that piece of art for whatever reason and don't want to deal with the fact that it's. This is swastika. Yeah. They're like, no, it's art. We like it. We bought it, you know, on our first anniversary and we went overseas or whatever. And you're just like, yeah, but Mm -hmm. now, but you're just hanging a swastika in your house. Yeah. Like meanings of things, you got to take into account the context that people are going to be looking at shit with in your house. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. It's like, if you're going to be a white Buddhist in America, which maybe these people aren't even, but even if, let's say you were, you can't be surprised when people are not, like, super down with a bunch of white people having a swastika around. Yeah. 
Okay, now we got to talk about the brother-in-law. Because yeah. I really feel for this caller because the way you presented it, I, I'm sure you're just like internalizing a lot of this stuff, but it sounds like you don't think those comments are a big deal. And that makes me sad for the people that you have to spend time with. Sad for you having to spend time with these people. Yeah. Uh, those comments are super gross and awful. And yeah, you, I mean, I mean, so a little bit is though, like if you are choosing to live your life in a way that is perhaps a little more peaceful than say the way I choose mm-hmm. to live my life. It's not fair or right, but sometimes you have to let that shit go. I guess it's the line of like, even if you don't do anything about comments like that, you getting to the point where you start to tell yourself that's not that big a deal is probably bad. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm being yeah. very judgmental in a way that's not productive right now. Uh, judgmental is the the caller, I guess. No, I I don't think you are. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, we've also talked about like putting like a healthy pressure on your spouse or partner to address these things with parents mm. or siblings to kind of take the stress off of yourself. Like if your husband, if you told your husband, like, and maybe you already have, but like if you told your husband, you need to tell your parents that they have. Yeah. To- that they should take this stuff down and not even like putting the blame on you of like oh it makes my wife uncomfortable but just like no i believe you should take this down and i don't need to explain that like it's because of my wife it's just i wish that you took it down and the same thing with like you know heavy quotes micro aggressions from siblings and, and parents like the husband should say like knock this off like don't ever say shit like that again because i think it's unfair to put all of that on you to have to defend yourself yeah yeah i kevin that is a very adult way to do it i support that (laughs) if you want to burn it all down way to do it then the next time the brother says what if your kids come out black you can be like well yours came out ugly just like you (laughs) oh so and they're gonna be fine we hope um, we'll see. Is this is this going back to uh, another tease where uh, we're creating additional production value for uh, oh, Kevin yeah. just now? Oh right. We start adding uh, drops. Oh. I wondered if this was a if this was a little a little tip towards a merry dismiss. Is this a little bit of a dismiss Ooh. that we're doing? Oh, they yeah. talk about the holidays. That's true. Maybe this was maybe this is the true dismiss miracle. <laughs> the real dismiss miracle was the fact that this voicemail was not exactly what I remembered. (laughs) (laughs) Merry dismiss. Merry dismiss. All right, stop that behavior in its fucking tracks. And by stop that, I mean either you do it or make your spouse do it. Yeah, and it's okay to make your spouse do it. That makes sense. Absolutely, it is. I like that a lot. They should be your warrior for this shit. Yeah, and if they're not, it's very reasonable to consider why they can't be a good partner to to their partner. Ooh. Uh, the white the Mary divorce miss is what Andrew's divorce. going for. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to get people do, to break up. Happy holidays. Let's do let's do one more voicemail. Hi, I'm a white 28 year old woman living in Stone Mountain, Georgia, close to Atlanta. I grew up in Atlanta, whatever. Um, and we had a friendsgiving recently. We came down to there was an awkward moment. We everybody was pretty drunk. We were talking about. R. Kelly, 
black man was talking about how the families are kind of like, oh, like, I blame the families. Why aren't the families, like, of the women who are abused, like, getting more involved? Why did they allow this to happen? And I, like, went the fuck off on him. And I don't know if that's, like, a, like, I just feel kind of, like, weird and awkward about it. Um, was a racist for me to bring up, like, abuse and how, like, police don't fucking listen to anybody, like, especially, like, victims or survivors of sexual violence. Um, and I brought in my personal example and as well as the people I know. Um, thank you. I, I don't know. I, I just felt kind of, like, fucking awkward and weird about it afterwards. But I also tripped off it the next day. I don't know. Okay. Thanks. Bye. I'm going to be honest, I fully, I'm, now I'm realizing I didn't listen to the end of that voicemail. <laughs> I think it got far enough in, I'm like, this is good about, we can talk about this one. Oh my God, you didn't get to the, I tripped acid the next day? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, I really thought this was going a different direction when uh, the caller brought up Stone Mountain. I was like, oh, here we mm. go, we're going to talk about the largest yeah. Confederate monument in the U.S., I believe it still is. Well, uh, but no. except for the a little thing I like to call the White House. <laughs> you know, Andrew, you know you're I mean? straightening your tie it's so going much. Going off. Big I'm beat like, drop. <laughs> big <laughs> drop. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my oh. Lord, Andrew. Just very, very good. Very good here. Very good. Um, <laughs> so what, what happened? This white woman got in a fight with a black man about R. Kelly? Yeah. You actually Great. set that up pretty quick. <laughs> I mean, I think it, it, it is sort of the classic, like, um, you know, it, I, I would, I feel comfortable saying, uh, I, I feel comfortable, I was about to say, I feel comfortable saying, but probably shouldn't, that this feels like such a classic, like, sort of feminism versus racism mm. situation. You know, because I like the the black dude was saying stuff that is like, I, you know, even charitably sort of misinformed about what abuse mm -hmm. uh, of women is about. Mm -hmm. And the optics of a white woman yelling at a black man are kind of the other side of it. I don't mm -hmm. know. And then the acid, of course, just a, just a quick chaser on top. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if only there were black women. <laughs> 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 if only the if only they existed and then yeah. yeah. Not that they'd always be right about things, but you know, just to have just to have life experience of combining the two perspectives. What an interesting yeah. what an yeah. interesting thing that would be. Um I feel like anybody defending R. Kelly, I'm gonna yell at him, but I understand if you're a white lady you don't wanna you don't wanna seem like some you don't want to seem like whatever you feel like you seemed like. Yeah. But I think this person sounded like they needed they needed it. Yeah. I mean, I think there is probably, and this is maybe, this probably, probably slash definitely runs counter to things I've said in the past. But there's probably just like a tone to this that you can strike that will be mm -hmm. less, less what you're feeling, caller, than, than others, I guess. Because it Drop sounded the acid like a little before bit before the talk. Yeah, <laughs> I think it, it is probably at some level like going off on somebody on like a, like mm. a white woman going off on a black man just always feels icky, even though mm -hmm. 
it sounds ultimately pretty justified in this case or correct, if not justified. Yeah, and because in most circles, if he were to go off on you back, those optics could get him in trouble or, you know, I don't know yeah. what you were, if you were in public or something like he may yeah. not have the uh, yeah social permission to go off on you back. Yeah, maybe that's a little. But maybe he did anyway. Yeah, I don't it feels know it feels is. like asymmetric. Yeah, and like like sort of yeah. weaponizing the position of whiteness, and maybe that that is maybe I guess the source of the ickiness, like that the caller's feeling because you know on on the like substance of it, we weren't there, were we? When are you guys Truly. at this party? No, but oh. like you know, it sounds it sounds like the was caller was probably <laughs> probably fine. I think they said party or oh, friendsgiving. Friendsgiving, yeah. So the opposite of a Got party, it. work. Um, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like it's like close enough. Like yeah, like like I'm sure you were probably saying correct stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But then and the so yeah, so I guess I'm like there's a tone that is probably better than others, but then that's like. That a, is that an okay thing to say? Like, probably not. Like, watch your I tone. I mean, because it gets hard. I know, right? Like, watch your mouth, little lady. Yeah. <laughs> That's what like, you're saying, what Andrew. Saying? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> watch your mouth, sweetheart. Use, un, unuseful here. No, but I, it. what you're saying, the, the functional advice that you're giving is probably right. Just that, I mean, and that's, those are things we all have to consider when you're, when you're in any sort of power imbalance perceived or tangible with yeah. anyone and you're in a heated discussion you have to have awareness of that that's what being intersectional that's part of what it means is like still holding yeah. your beliefs and still holding people to task it's not like you're gonna treat them with kid gloves because that's also like you, yeah you know you don't want to act like this person isn't capable of engaging with you in debate but you do need to be aware of the optics of you quote going off on him. So it's, there's not like a black and white good answer. There's just like a, yeah, you have to hold all of these awarenesses. And unfortunately it's when you're having a heated conversation, it's when they kind of become most important. Yeah. It's always easy to do. I wonder if I feel like I do this a lot, which is like try to, I'm, I'm like actually kind of answering this. This is, there's no joke. I don't have a joke, but I'll think of one. but like I, I tend to just try to like really actually put the thing that is weird or gross about what I'm doing when I think I'm still doing the right thing out there. Like yeah. I feel like in that conversation, I would be like, "Look, I know it's fucking." If I were this woman, like you know, Andrew Brain in this woman, like, like I, I, I know that it's gross. Like I feel like I say shit like that a lot. Like from my perspective, yeah. and I know this is weird coming out of my mouth, et cetera, et cetera. Is that yep. helpful? I don't know. I I think, I think so. that it could be because then in a conversation like this, I don't know these people. We weren't there, but I could imagine saying something like that may open up a different avenue for the conversation because then yeah. that person might say, "Well, as a black man, this is why I feel like I need to defend it." Blah blah. You know, and you might just come around to the core of why you both yeah. believe what you believe. I mean, caller, we know why you believe what you believe because you're right. But <laughs> we yeah. want to know. I don't know, maybe yeah. it'd help the argument if this guy could kind of talk more deeply about why they're defending him. And who knows if that was to happen? Who knows if he'd just stay yeah. in the fight? But even as you're saying it, I'm like, that's not what would happen. <laughs> maybe with some well, people, with I nice guess. people. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's a little bit. Just, you don't have to hang out with assholes of See, whatever Andrew, race. This, 
this did become a holiday episode. You don't yeah. have to hang out with assholes. This goes for you and divorce all your, your, your white family husband. that you're about to see. <laughs> divorce your white husband. Uh, take I'm the swastika off your in-laws tree. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Merry it's Dismas. A, it's a Dismas miracle. <laughs> all right. We did yeah. it. We fucking we did it. Did it. Thank we, you for tuning in to this voicemail only episode. We got another one coming for you next week because um, mm-hmm. you know we're we're taking a break. We're taking a break over the little mm-hmm. holiday break. We're but, getting um, a little you, stuff done in advance, if you know what we're saying. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to hear our New Year's Eve party episode, or as some mm-hmm. people call it, a New Year's party, whatever. If mm-hmm. you're boring, I say New Year's mm-hmm. Eve party. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be in the suboptimal bundle, dropping on December thirtieth, and you can even sync it up. And uh, and listen, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, right up until the the the, the first the ball of the drops. year, the, right up until the ball drops. The extent to which I am obsessed with people syncing it up was very high. So I I do ask as a personal favor, someone please sync this up to their reality. That's all I want. If you're a subscriber, uh, suboptimalpods.com. Um, and you like the dumb shit that specifically is in my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no one else's fault. Get that shit synced up. Yep. Just put in like one headphone while you're at a party. Absolutely. Yeah. And you started at like 1140 p.m. on the 31st. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be in heaven, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, we should do more episode sync ups because it means I don't have to edit them. <laughs> so we can just end every yell with like, and it's noon. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. (laughs) You're right. Kevin can't do any cuts when we do that. Uh, Fantastic. Um, All right. Well, you can still get merch if you want. uh, Suboptimalpods.com slash merch if you need to get some duck and around and shirts uh, for that special weirdo in your life. And and out and. (laughs) Yeah, that's its its government name. Um, And you can also gift a few months of the Suboptimal Bundle. So if someone you think would like our nonsense, but you're not Mm -hmm. sure they want to sign up for the whole year, because we also Mm -hmm. have annual billing as well as monthly, you can gift them a, a handful of months there, all at suboptimalpods.com. Um, you can find me at Trondy Newman. You can find the show at Yo, Is This Racist? You can follow Suboptimal Pods on Instagram. I don't know. Maybe you want to Maybe you want to follow that. Um, Kevin J. Bartelt on all the things, at Andrew T. on all the things. Uh, the phone number, Andrew. Oh, my God. 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. I actually, like, briefly left my head for a second. And now we're going to leave all of your heads. This episode's over. Goodbye. This is Suboptimal.